Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Talk Sports with Matty B. I am your host, Matt, and our check is Monday, December the 13th, 2021. And it is an Eagles nothing Monday here on the podcast today, as of course the Eagles did not play yesterday. It was the bye week, but we have gotten through the bye week. The bye week is now beyond or behind us as we stream our, I, you know, I was going to say we stream ahead, but then we focus on. So let me kind of go back to that. Uh, the bye week is over and come and gone as we now focus our attention on week 15 and the Washington football team. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another, another fun-filled episode of the pod. On this glorious Monday evening in the Delaware Valley in December 2021, it is the Christmas season for those of you who celebrate Christmas. It's the the festive time of lights and peace and brotherhood to all and, and, and all that jazz. So I hope you're enjoying that and I hope you got out. And like I said to you on Thursday, I hope you were able to use this weekend as an opportunity to say thank you to that special someone in your life that allows you to be an Eagle fan. And when I mean by an Eagle fan, you people already know what I mean. I mean like a downright hard Eagle fan and what that entails from the person that's in your life to have to put up with. Because let's face it, folks, I know I haven't found that person yet. I haven't found that person who would put up with the Eagle fandom at its glory. Because those people don't necessarily exist out there. I'm not saying that they don't and that there's not people out there that are comparable or people out there that are compassionate enough to accept that. But what I'm talking about is somebody who's, who shares your your level of fandom, like a, a partner that shares your level of, of Eagle fandom. Um, I know they're out there and, and I've met a few, but I have never been lucky enough to be with one. So I hope you use the weekend wisely is basically what i'm trying to say and and you uh and you expressed your appreciation to that special someone in your life by by doing something with them that was not involving football or eagles football i know i did i coached hockey all weekend it wasn't football i coached hockey so mission accomplished (laughs) so tonight on the pod we are going to spend some time reviewing week 15 or week 14 and not going too deep into week 14 and I'll cuz I'm going to save that for the um, uh, end of the week and what I mean by saving that is I'm going to reveal my my week and how I did but there was a couple of games or one in particular game of interest to everybody here in the Delaware Valley yesterday and that was the game played between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team in a game that divided the city last week one side of the coin was you know what we want Washington to win because well let's face it it's Dallas when could when would we ever want Dallas to win? And then there's the other side of the coin that said, no, 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 we want Dallas to win because right now Washington poses more of a threat to us in the standings as they are now, or they are right, they are right above us in terms of chasing down that final wild card spot. So there was a kind of a split down the middle type thing going on. I came out as always on the um, 
on the beat Dallas Cowboys side because I'll never say not beat Dallas. Uh, whenever there's an opportunity to Dallas to lose a game, I am down 100% for that opportunity to be fulfilled. But unfortunately, yesterday, in some somewhat dismay, the Dallas Cowboys handled their business against a team that they should have beaten, and they did beat them 27 to 20, pushing Dallas's record to nine and four and seemingly out of reach in the NFC East. Never say never. There are still four games left. The Eagles are still within striking distance, and the Eagles still have a game remaining on January 9th here in Philly against the Cowboys. But, you know, listen, they're nine and four, and I don't think the Eagles should be setting their sights necessarily on the NFC East. With the Cow- or with the with the football team losing, that drops them to six and seven. And that, if you have not checked, is exactly what our record is. So that makes Sundays, 1 p.m. start at the link, Eagles football team, 6-7 and versus 6-7, and a very, very important game. I made a comment on this podcast weeks ago that the Eagles were playing in the playoffs then. Well, you know, I haven't really swayed from that because if there was not ever a playoff-type game, Pending for the Philadelphia Eagles than Sunday, then I don't know what is. This game on Sunday is going to be huge. If the Eagles lose this game, I don't see them bouncing back and making the playoffs, uh, let alone, uh, we ain't going to talk about the NFC East. They won't make the playoffs if they lose this game on Sunday. I, I, and I'm taking that to the bank. I still don't think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs, but I guarantee you they won't make the playoffs if they lose on Sunday at home against Washington with yet another opportunity staring them in the face. The last time they had this type of opportunity was against the Giants, and you've seen what that incurred. A 13-7 loss, a very listless, very poor effort all around by the team. We cannot have the same type of uh, letdown against Washington. It it can't be if they want to seriously, seriously make the playoffs. They want to seriously, seriously be considered as a playoff contending team they got to win. I, I I, I mean, they got to win, right? Is there anybody out there who thinks that I'm wrong? I mean, I don't know. I don't think that I am. I think that it's a very uh, valid point. You know, these are the games that you, that you have to win. These December games are what football is all about, folks. You know, you play all season. You, you suffer through the summer training camp or, yeah, you suffer through the meaningless summer preseason. You suffer through the rusty, let's knock the cobwebs off, Septembers. You know, you hit your stride a little bit in October. You can pick up steam in November, but it all builds towards December. It all builds what you do this month. And the Eagles put themselves in a position by the virtue of their victory against the Jets a couple weeks ago to have a meaningful December. And that meaningfulness rolls through and starts Sunday. Bottom line starts on Sunday. So more to follow, of course, as we move through the week. I'm not going to get too much into the Eagle game and the impending Philadelphia Eagle game. That is, of course, saved for another episode a little bit later down the line. But it is definitely shaping up. If you have tickets for that game on Sunday, I really hope it's it's going to be a raucous, raucous crowd. I really hope they bring it. The fans bring it. I know the fans will bring it. Whether or not the Eagles bring it, eh. but I know the fans are going to bring it. 
this is the first of a back-to-back home stretch, the first one we've had all season and the only one we have all season before the Eagles will head back out on the road uh, in the early part of January to play the football team and then finish up at home against the Cowboys. So we've made it. We've made it to Xanadu. We've made it to Nirvana. It smells like teen spirit, all that. We got to get it done. Now it's time to put up or shut up and let's get it done. Moving on to the ice and the hockey surface and the hockey world. The last we left you, the Flyers, who were scuttling at winning a, at a 10-game winless streak, were on their way out west. And our, uh, when I say out west, I got to constantly stop myself because that's not where they were headed. They were headed to the southwest for back-to-back Friday-Saturday night matchups between the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Arizona Coyotes. Seemingly a, a, a trap situation. Okay, uh, they're better. They're a better team than Arizona. Well, at least on paper they are. Right now they're not better than anybody. But going out to Las Vegas, dealing with everything they've been dealing with, uh, struggling through everything they've been struggling with, was not really what I'm sure this team wanted to do. You know, obviously they want to go out and they want to play somebody that they have an opportunity. You know, a little closer to home maybe to win or, <laughs> or at least. Um, not have to travel halfway across the country to do it, but to the Flyers' benefit, not only did they go out Friday night and win, but then they turned it all turned it around on Saturday night and beat the Coyotes to do the clean sweep of the South, the Southwest sweep. Let's call it that. Uh, moving the record to a 10, 12, and four mark. Um, of course, not anywhere where it needs to be, but temporarily stopping the bleeding here for the Flyers, and they did it with. Um, I am still not happy with the game, okay? Uh, when I watch the Flyers, I still see too much perimeter game. I don't like teams like that. I want my Flyers, I want my hockey to be in the in the center of the ice. I want mucking rebounds. I want all that kind of play. And right now, the Flyers are not that type of team. But they're getting stuff, right? They're getting stuff from that those perimeter positions. I just, I just don't know what the identity of this team is. I'm just not back in yet, I, I, and I don't know if I'm going to be back in at all this season with the way things are. But two wins in a row is two wins in a row. They stopped the 10-game winless streak. They've moved back into the win column. Now they await a Tuesday night game against the New Jersey Devils that I say, my friends, is one of the most important games of the Flyers in the last five years. And, what, what, and how do I mean, or what do I mean by that? Well, this is a game... Listen, the Flyers are in the Metropolitan Division, and right now that division is starting to pull away from them. They are mired down there towards the bottom with the only the Islanders looking up at them, and they are right behind the Devils. The Devils are one of those teams that committed to a rebuild about five, six years ago. Now, that Devil rebuild is definitely, in, at least right now in December, looking like a faster turnaround than the Flyers rebuild. This game, if the Flyers want to like put the Metropolitan on any kind of notice, any kind of notice that they are back or that they are going to challenge this year, this is a game that the Flyers must have on Tuesday night at home against the Devils in the hashtag bag it the broad, whatever they're calling that nonsense on Twitter with the with the paper bags. And thank thankfully, someone listened to me. I love it. Uh, you know, the paper bags are out in force uh, on Twitter, mind you. But um, perhaps maybe we might see some Tuesday night at the center. But this is a game the Flyers need. And this is a very interesting week for them. They got the Devils tomorrow night. They got the Canadians, who are just a shambleized, on Thursday night. And then they got Ottawa on Saturday night. 
the way I estimate this, this is six points the Flyers need. This is this, this is six points the Flyers desperately need, and they got to find a way to get six points. Not five, not four, uh, certainly not three. They, they need six here, and they have an opportunity to get it. And I, I'll be watching, and hopefully they will get it. There is some good news on the horizon. Wade Allison is back on the ice. He um, actually played yesterday in Lehigh Valley. Um, and scored a, scored a uh, scored their shootout actually for the Phantoms uh, in their game against the Hartford Wolfpack, a game in which the Phantoms won. So Wade Allison's back on the ice, looking as ever so energetic as he was when he left here. Hopefully, looking at maybe the Christmas time, or you know, use the Christmas break and then bring him up at the end of the month for their trip out west to Seattle and San Jose. I don't know. But hopefully, Wade Allison will be joining the Flyers here within the next week or 10 days. On the other side, Joel Farabee, um, he is not going to require surgery. As a matter of fact, they're looking at maybe getting him back next week as well. So injuries are looking better. That's always a great thing. They're getting continued, they're, they're still getting really good goaltending from Carter Hart. I don't like the perimeter game, and I still don't like their defense, but they're fighting. They're fighting for themselves, they're fighting for their team. They're fighting for their teammates. They're fighting for their coach. I don't. They're fighting, and that's what you want to see. You don't want to see a team quit. And I have, I don't want to get into what my personal struggles with that is right now, but um, you don't want to see that. And right now, you got the Flyers battling, and that's that's what you want to see. That is what you want to see, and that is what you want to experience if you're a Flyer fan. So things are looking up here for the Philadelphia Flyers. Two in a row. Let's get a streak going. Let's get something happening, right? And uh, and that's going to pretty much take me to the end of my little rant here today. It is pretty much a uh, a quiet Monday when uh, when you don't have the Eagles to talk about and uh, either talk about a victory or a loss. It's just a really quiet type of day. But I wanted to come back on and I just wanted to kind of mix it up with you guys, let you know that I was still out there, talk about what I've experienced over the weekend when it came to Philly sports, and talk about what what is coming up throughout the week. Hey, I got some big news coming later on in the week. Please stay tuned for that. I'll be back at the end of the week as we will set the table for week 15. We will talk what's been going on in Philly this week. And then on Saturday, well, you know what that means. Saturday, Eagle pregame, football team Eagles. Kyle Quinn will be back. I guarantee it he'll be back. So a big week on the pod. Hey, until we talk again, you guys take care.